Uh, yeah, he gon' need a medical nurse. Yeah, crippin' off his head, I know it hurt. Yeah, mud pie making me dirt. Yeah, we gon' need some steel for these curves. We got black and gold killers on your turf. That's black and gold killers on your turf. Stiller Nation, what's going on? This your guy, Cav Easy. This is episode 70, Stills for 7 podcast. Thank you for tuning in. What do we need to fix? That was the topic of the week after the Bengals lost. You know, um, I'm not going to really go back into that. There's a lot of questions being asked. Should we sit down, Big Ben? Should we fire Mike Tomlin? Should we do a whole lot of things? And I'm here to tell you guys now that panicking right now is only hurting yourself. It is not hurting the Pittsburgh Steelers, the coaching staff, nothing like that, because they're not panicking. Now, Tyler Boyd came out and said something to the nature that the guys quit. And that may have been the case. I don't know. I'm not co-signing or defending. Or going against. I don't know. I'm out on the field to pretty much give my take or, or hear what was happening. I just saw guys losing the game. But that's neither here nor there. Mike Thomas didn't comment on too much, and I won't either. But it was more disrespect going into the week. Two, around Tuesday, Aaron Rodgers... He does a guest spot on Pat McAfee's show on Tuesdays. You know, shout out to Pat McAfee. He had Mike Tomlin on there a few weeks ago. Um, And Aaron Rodgers is giving big compliments to Pittsburgh, the city, the team, Coach Tomlin, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm looking on the socials, and I see Stillers. Still a fans and is in a frenzy. Like, oh man, Aaron Rodgers, let's go get Aaron Rodgers. Ah. Straight disrespecting the Hall of Fame quarterback we have. Now, granted, everyone says Big Ben is trash. Not everyone. Let me not say everyone. A lot of people are saying Big Ben is trash. Big Ben is not trash. Big Ben is in a bad situation with our team, with our offense, our offensive structure. With all, if our offensive line was giving us a B-plus game, a B-plus, Ben will be looking like an MVP candidate right now because the offensive line will be able to open up holes for Najee, who will probably lead the league in rushing. (laughs) Or, I mean, we'll have balance. We'll have balance, man. And it seems like we don't have any type of balance um, based off the system we're not the system we're in, just the way our offensive line is not up to par. Big Ben not being a mobile guy. Like Big Ben was Daniel Jones, Lamar Jackson, or any other guys, like they will probably make something happen. They can make they can affect the run game of some sorts. But Big Ben can't and everyone knows he can't. So it is just tough on him. And the way our team is built offensively, 
we have the weapons on the outside, but if we can't protect the man or be able to help the running back get off in the running game, it's going to be a long day, man. It's going to be a long day. A lot of guys went down in that Bengals game. TJ, um, no, TJ didn't play, excuse me. Alex Highsmith didn't play. A couple other guys didn't play, but I have some good news, guys. TJ and Alex Highsmith is now on the injury report. They will play, unless you know it's a game day scratch. But it's looking like they're going to play. You have TJ coming back, which is a significant boost to the defense as far as causing chaos, making life easier for the rest of the guys, especially at Cam Hayward, who's just playing. Like, Cam Hayward stated, he said he thinks he's the best interior, you know, lineman in the NFL. And now it's like you have to improve. You have to prove your work now because you don't have that much help. You know, Melvin Ingram is doing well. But Melvin Ingram having to have to pretty much play more snaps it's not really helping. It's not really going to help him in the long run. Especially because he came here under the impression that he wouldn't be playing that much. You know, he probably said, yeah, I can play I can play more snaps. But that probably taking a toll on, a, on his body that he probably doesn't want. But I can't speak for him. We have to see by way of his play. But TJ coming back is great. Alex Highsmith coming back is great. We lost Jameer Jones this week. Yes, we did, y'all. We lost him. We lost him. So that's the second linebacker, man, that I I, I grown to like that we lost, man. The first one being Quincy Roche. And now it's Jameer Jones, man. But back to the injury report. Feeling good, feeling good, because Friday, Big Ben, full practice. Juju, full practice. Deontay Johnson, full practice. Alex Highsmith, Full practice. T.J. Watt, full practice. Now, the game status is the following. Carlos Davis, knee, out. Chooks, concussion, out. So I'm guessing and assuming that John Legg or Lagoo, Joe Lag, I believe that's his name. Yeah, he's going to get in the start knot. Rashad Coward, he's out with an ankle. Chase Claypool with a hamstring, he's questionable. Now, Chase Claypool having a hamstring injury, receiver hamstring, it's tricky because he can feel well once the game starts, first quarter, second quarter, and then out of nowhere, bang, hamstring goes. And those are one of them things you can't judge, man, so... I don't, it's not far-fetched for me to believe that Chase Claypool will sit this game out. Young guy. But we act, like the fact that Juju's coming back, Deontay's coming back, those are two bodies, you know? And if he can't go down, it's looking like my guy Cody White will possibly get some more time. And I, like I said, man, I like Cody White in preseason. He has hands. He can catch. Like, I don't know what we can do, like, what he can do after the catch, but he can catch the football, man. So if Chase Claypool can't go, 
I'm confident that a Cody White can step in and do his thing. How about y'all, Stella Nation? Hmm? I don't know. I don't know. But the Packers, man, <clears throat> what can I say? They have a few guys that's on the injury list here. Oh, man. They have a Marquise Valdez. He's out with a hamstring. Their, their guard Jenkins is uh, doubtful. Kevin King with a concussion. Their cornerback is doubtful. Their linebacker Barnes concussion is questionable. Safety Ver- uh, Vernon Scott hamstring questionable. D lineman Jack Heflin with an ankle. I don't really know none of these guys here. But, you know, that's what they're dealing with for on that side. Aaron Rodgers looked like Aaron Rodgers at the end of last game. If we can't get to the Packers, I don't know. It may be a long night. But I believe that starts with our offense actually setting the tone. During the week, I was hearing a lot of things. Saying the Steelers should come out. No huddle, no huddle, no huddle. Yeah, they could. But if everyone in the media is still a nation is saying, come out the gate with no huddle, you don't think teams will be prepared for that? Because if we're coming up with that, I'm pretty sure teams are kind of like keeping that in the back of their mind. Like maybe they'll come out the game like that. But I do think we need to up the pace, if you will. Because when we don't up the pace, we look like robots out there, man. We look like robots. And I don't like it. The Pittsburgh Steelers are not robots. We're football players. <laughs> Athletes. Guys got to get it together, man. But I believe we'll be able to do that with a solid run game. I know, I know, guys. I know, I know. The solid run game seems like it's very hard to come by. And it may. It may. But these kids has to get, they have to get better, man. And I believe with just, with each game, they can only get better, man. They can only get better. Now, in the beginning of the week, I've been hearing about the IR guys. The Stefan Tuitz, the Anthony McFarlands, you know, so on and so forth. I've been hearing about, you know, maybe their availability. Who can get off the IR report. But all I'm seeing is speculations, man. I haven't seen anything concrete. Rumors saying Stefan Tuitz, it may look like he can get off. It may not. He may have to wait until after. You know, um, well, I don't think after. I believe if you don't make it now, that's it. But that news kind of came and went, man. It's not something that stuck around. More news (laughs) that had been taking over the headlines was basically Matt Canada, our offensive coordinator. He came out. He got a quote, most likely from his press conference. You know, coordinators, they speak on Thursdays and whatnot. Um, came out and said, we're going to stick with, with what we're doing. And I'm not going to lie, man. 
It's not a problem. It, but if it's not executed, it's an issue. The chemistry has to be met, you know, between Big Ben, the offensive line, Najee, receivers. Once that happens, the offense is going to look smooth, man. It just has to. We just have to find a perfect rhythm for it, perfect tempo, and if we can't find it on the first drive and we look crazy three and out, try something different second drive. Don't do more of the same because, trust me, guys, we're not going to be in Pittsburgh where the Steelers fans are booing. We're going to be in Green Bay where they're loud, is a mug, happy that we're we're fumbling and stumbling and bumbling. But the crazy part is, yo, like we're we're um, going to Green Bay, traveling to Green Bay, and the funny part is, defense travels. And something else that's funny is, our offense seems to wake up on the road. I have a perfect example of that this year in itself. And that is the Bills game. First game. Second half was able to put a touchdown drive together. You know, we got a splash play from, you know, special teams. But, hey, it translated. And, hey, maybe special teams would give us a, a splash play on the road. I don't know. Am I concerned about how we defend home turf? Yes. Because it seems used to fear coming to Heinz Field. Now they treat Heinz Field like it's breakfast, lunch, brunch, dinner, you know, cookout, barbecue. And that has to stop. That has to stop. You already know how the experts got it. Pittsburgh still is a big underdog. I don't know the numbers. But, you, of course, that's all I've been seeing. Still is going to get smashed. Still is going to do this. Still is going to lose. Blase, blase, blah, blah, blah. But it's fine. The reason why I say it's fine because the Pittsburgh Steelers don't care about experts. Because Pittsburgh Steelers are the experts. <laughs> you feel me? You think Mike Tomlin is not an expert? Yeah, he making mistakes. It's not perfect. Some of the play calling is crazy. And I feel like some of you guys, the Pittsburgh Steelers fans, my fellow brothers and sisters, y'all expect something from Mike Tomlin that's not his specialty. Now, that's not me giving Mike Tomlin any pass. But you guys have to also think and take into account that he's a defensive mind coach. When he first got to the Pittsburgh Steelers, it basically took this man 10 years to get the defense together. When the defense was getting old and all that, from when Bill Cowher was leaving, the defense was starting to get old, and it was time for Mike Tomlin to pretty much replace it. He started with Lawrence Timmons, eventually got... um, Cam Hayward, you know, and so on and so forth. In the midst of that, he was trying to build up the offense by doing what? Getting offense alignment. Marquise Pouncey, David DeCastro, uh, Ramon Foster, you know what I'm saying? Like, just getting guys. 
And now it's just like it's on the other hand now. Like we we can't wait ten years. Like I don't know if it's been ten years to be honest, but we can't wait so long to get the offense together like we did the defense. The offense kind of need to hurry up and pick up because we we have the receivers for a while. We have at least a couple years of good receivers. Tight ends, we're good for we're good in Pat Fryer move. You know, um, going forward. Office alignment, if they're able to develop and we see some type of potential. Because right now, I think I see I see some potential. I can't real, really throw the office alignment away. They are getting a little bit better as the games go along. Just small, like, it's getting better a little bit. But I have the confidence that these guys will get it together. But that's all that is at the end of the day, confidence. I have the confidence. I'm not out there playing. Do they have the confidence? Are they putting in the work? Are they paying attention? If they're not paying attention, then all of this means nothing. And if, you know, if they don't get it together in the running game, hey, at least Najee can get 100 yards in, as a receiver. And honestly, I believe... That helps us a lot. When Najee was catching the ball, I think Najee had about 19 targets, <laughs> 14 targets, something like that. He had a lot of targets, and a lot of them was, you know, dinking dunks. And I'm not mad at it for Najee because the way our offense is set up, if you can't give it to the receiver, give it to the running back and let the running back do his thing, especially if he's not getting anything going in the run game, because I feel like that was kind of helping Najee in the run game when he was getting those type of passes, being able to fill the field out, you know, make a few moves, get some energy, and then he'll have a nice run. Offense alignment just can't mess it up. I hold it, man. You have to chill with that. You have to chill with that. I know y'all say, yo, you keep going back to the offense line. It ain't my fault. It ain't my freaking fault. That's what I have to address, man. Guys have to step up. I'm seeing headlines. Is it time to bench Big Ben? And put in who? The other two quarterbacks are somewhat statues as well. Dwayne Haskins can probably run and get you seven yards if need be. Um, Josh Dobbs, you know, I don't know the significance of his injury, but... It's kind of foolish to bring Josh Dobbs and have him skip the line. You know, it's kind of foolish. I think that's a pride thing that, you know, coaches don't want to do something like that. <laughs> and, like, I understand if we had, like, a quarterback that was fast. Like, it, like when we had Tommy Maddox starting over Big Ben, we seen the complete difference between Tommy Maddox, statue that couldn't make nothing happen, um... And, you know, he was making a lot of mistakes as well. And then when Big Ben came in, it was like, oh, this is a breath, a breath of uh, a fresh air. We didn't get that. You know, I don't get that from Mason, and I didn't get that from Dwayne Haskins this year. Josh Dobbs, he would give me that feel, but he'll make one throw. Where I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't think, no. I see more of a Charlie Batch here. You know, Charlie Batch did start for the Lions before he came to the Steelers, but... You know, basically his career for the Steelers, he was third man, backup, third man. Somebody that's going to be there for a long time, 
he's reliable, capable of winning games. You know, but he ain't really a starter around here. But until we get that guy that's, that that can lead the franchise, we have to really ride, ride with what we, what we have. We're not going out to sign Kaepernick. That's not happening. <laughs> no one no one even talked about that. We're not signing Cam. Cameron Newton is not playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't see that happening. We tried it with Michael Vick. <laughs> they try to get like, you know, a, a guy that passes prime. And it didn't work out, man. When we got Michael Vick. I remember Michael Vick forgetting how to play quarterback. <laughs> And it was so bad one game. To win the game, Le'Veon Bell had to be the quarterback on the last play of the game. I'll never forget stuff like that, man. Especially from a guy like Michael Vick that's like, you know, he it was a dream, man. It was a dream for some Steeler fans, you know. You know, not even speaking about the troubles he went through and all that, but prior to all that, everybody wanted Michael Vick as their quarterback. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that he came to the Steelers and he played like that, I was like, ah, oh, man. <laughs> That's how I felt like when Plessigo Burris came back. When Plessigo Burris came back, he was past his prime. He still had like eight touchdowns, but he barely played. He was all hurt. He did his thing, though, but it was like he was past his prime when he came back to us. <laughs> but, yeah, benching Ben is not going to help anything. It's only – if anything, it's going to say, all right, guys, we, we – Pretty much put through the through the flag in. We threw in the white flag. My bench and Big Ben. They say, yo, we don't believe that Ben could get it done. The leader that the guy that we said is the unquestionable leader of this team, you know. We benched him, that means it's over for the season. Can't do it. Mike Thomas not built that way. I don't believe Kevin Colbert's built that way. And Lil Rooney, I don't think he built that way either, even though he may be in over his head. I'm not going to lie, but respectfully, respectfully. Because, you know, certain things is just not the same as it was when, you know, Papa Rooney was around. You know, God bless the, you know, the dead and all that. Man, man, man. I'm seeing headlines like, the pass rush has a chance to feast on Big Ben. That seems to be something that I would have to really, <laughs> I would have to read every week. And this is a little update, quick update on Stefan Tuit. You know, I said I didn't really see anything, but saying scrolling, I was able to come across Stefan Tuit title. Stefan Tuitt seems unlikely to return to the Steelers anytime soon. And I believe that's the reason why the news of Stefan Tuitt, people being optimistic and all that, it kind of came and went. A quick quote, a little quote from Keith Butler. Question is, is Stefan Tuitt close to coming back? Keith Butler says, man, I hope so. I really do. I hope he's close. I hope he gets back to us. What's the time frame? I don't know. He got some stuff that he's got to overcome. I'm going to back him as much as I can. That seems, yo, it's crazy, bro. Like, I don't really understand. I don't understand what that is, man. But I'm going to be honest. 
I believe we've seen the last. If this ain't if this ain't the last year of Stephon Tuitt on this team, next year will probably be that. We'll probably give him a chance to bounce back, look good on tape. But Stephon Tuitt is as a great player as he is. He's a great player for us. This is that availability is not there, man. He's just not able to go. And we can kind of fit someone else there that caliber. You know, we can invest in someone that's that great. You know, that's going to be on the field. You know, there's no disrespect or anything for Stefan Tuitt, but Stefan Tuitt being on the sideline is not helping anybody. Not It's not helping him. It's not helping the team. It's not helping anybody, man. But hopefully, whatever he's going through, he'll be able to overcome that. And, you know, his business as usual. We can get back to it, man. Stefan Tuitt, we definitely need you in that run game. We need you, man, to help out. Kill a can. Let's kill a cam out here. He's he playing with his life out here, man. Like he out here putting in that work. He needs some help. Some of the young guys are not able to do some, you know, do enough. At least not bring what you was bringing. So, hopefully whatever you're going through is good. I mean, not good, but you'll be able to overcome that. Other news. I seen a, the, a football life from James James Harrison, man. I'm not going to lie, man. Watching it made me realize, like, yo, I'm, I'm getting older, y'all. <laughs> Seeing Troy and all these guys up there, gray hairs and all that. I'm like, man, I grew up watching these guys. But it was a good watch, man. If you haven't seen it. Make sure you guys go see it whenever it's listed. I know I've seen it. Um, they actually they got it on YouTube. I don't know if they got it on YouTube or it was just on YouTube. But I've seen it on YouTube. <laughs> but make sure y'all check that thing out. It was definitely a good watch, man. You see James Harrison. <laughs> and he loves his mama, man. He loves his mama. Mama Harrison was definitely one of the stars of the um, project. I like America's game, man. I like how they be putting that thing together, man. It makes you want more. It makes you say, dang, man. Like, I just want a little bit more. But what James Harrison had to go through to end up finishing where he finished that, um, as far as accomplishments, not really how he finished, like, you know, as a Patriot and all that. But... It, it was good, man. It was good to reminisce, man. It made me feel old because seeing all these old, seeing all the guys I played with with gray hairs and all that, I'm like, ah, man, that's the childhood. That's the childhood. Oh, my gosh. They're getting old. I'm getting old. You know, but it is what it is, man. But make sure y'all check that out, A Football Life with James Harrison. It was a good watch. The Packers this week has been giving praise Kind of to me, I'm taking it as they're just buttering up the competition, praising Big Ben, TJ, Mike Tomlin. You know, there's a whole lot of praise. This is this and that. A lot of respect. Blah 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 blah. I get it. I get it. I get it. Don't butter us up. I know y'all respect TJ, and which I said was factual. 
I don't think I respect Big Ben because Aaron Rodgers is flirting with the Steelers fans. I don't like it. He needs to stop. You're not coming, but if you are coming, make sure uh, you don't get in the way of ruining uh, the, I want to say the send-off of Big Ben. Don't ruin that. But you can come if, you know, everything's clear. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Shout out to TJ Watt, man. He was making a difference. I saw that. You know, he was, um, I think he was delivering food to families in Pittsburgh this weekend. And that's pretty good, man. It's like with TJ being the guy, you know, he just got his money, um, having an injury and all that. I don't stop him from going out there and making things happen, man. He was out there with the with the 412 food rescue and basically being being the type of guy that TJ Watt is, man. You know, not from Pittsburgh, but that doesn't mean that he can't help out. So salute to TJ in that regard, man. And it's not just TJ, it's it's, it's a lot of guys on the team that does that. You know, it's just depends on who they choose to highlight. But shout out to TJ, man, for sure. You know, him doing that, feeling good, getting ready, returning back to football. You know, uh, and basically, him missing last game, he said something to the nature. Like, you know, I had to trust my body. It was more of what I thought. It was like, yeah, he probably could have went last week, but it, it was one of those things that this is a marathon, not a race. So if he goes in there last week and make it worse, it's not going to help him in the long run. Him probably taking last week off, we'll be able to get. We'll probably be able to get the best TJ this week. That that he might actually make up for last week. <laughs> you know, he probably get like three sacks, six sacks, a couple forced fumbles. Who knows, man? Who knows? But you know, gotta let that guy be great. If he ain't trust his body. You know, you know how he worked. So it's not like he cheating the game, cheating the guys, cheating the organization, the team, fans. Is that yo? We don't want to see TJ out there, pretty much stinking up the joint. And I don't believe so. Now let me bring it to Thursday. Now Thursday is normally the throwback, the throwback Thursday, and I made it my duty to make sure I post. A little throwback clip of last time the Pittsburgh Steelers was. Oh, wait a minute. No, no. It wasn't in Lambeau. But the last time I believe that we actually played the Packers. Um, when it was like Big Ben versus Aaron Rodgers. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But this is the game I'm bringing up. I'm bringing up Big Ben throwing 500 yards. That was. Exactly what I call a football game. I think Aaron Rodgers had a good game too, man. Um, but it ended, what I posted was the end of the clip, the game-winning catch from Mike Wallace. It was a 19-yard touchdown. Big Ben hitting. It was a signature moment, man, because they went up getting their uh, – <laughs> They'll end up getting their payback in the Super Bowl, but it's fine. We won this day, 
in Pittsburgh. Big Ben threw for 503 yards. Killer. And I remember it was something that <laughs> I think either Big Ben said it or Mike Thomas said it. It was like uh, we needed all 503 yards <laughs> to win this game. And that's true because we won the game. What was it? Uh, 30. It was like 30. 36, 35. No, no, it was like 37 and 36. Yeah, like 37 and 36, man. It was an amazing game to watch. I put that thing out there for Still a Nation to reminisce. Shout out to Mike Wallace, man. You made that catch. Uh, it was a couple highlights, man. Mike Wallace went off in that game. I don't really remember how, what was his numbers like. But I know he had a 60-yard touchdown in that game. Um... Santonio Holmes, Heinz Ward, Heath Miller. There was a lot of people in that game that was doing that thing, man. But it was all orchestrated by number seven, putting drives together. It was, it was a hell of a game. Now, in 2021, I'm not expecting to have that same game at all. I'm expecting Dick and Dak, <laughs> Dick and Roethlisberger. But I'm expecting Aaron Rodgers to sling that thing all over the field, you know. When the pressure get on, hopefully he just throws it out of bounds instead of trying to make a play. Because we don't need nobody out there feeling like T.O. Deontay Adams out there. He's an animal. Joe Hayden going to have his work cut out. You know, Joe Hayden is still... I know for a fact he's still going through that growing injury. He's a cornerback. Last week, it looked like he was still recovering from that. He looked a little slow, you know. So I'm expecting a little bit better from Joe Hayden, but I'm still cautious about that. Justin Lane, I mean not Justin Lane, um, James Pierre. He got beat. He, he, he was a highlight last week with Jamar Chase. But if I'm him. James Pierre, I wouldn't take that as, yo, man, I, I messed up. Because Jamar Chase has hit a second gear that, it's like, okay, they don't teach that. They don't teach it. And right now, Jamar Chase is killing right now. He might mess around and win Offensive Rookie of the Year. But he's wilding right now. Hopefully, Najee is able to get some help in the running game where he can get those rushing guards up. So he can catch up. But Jamar Chase is doing his thing. So I wouldn't even take that as, you know, man, I messed up. It's more so like bounce back, get right back to it. Because you're going, you had to play against, I don't really know who they number two guys over there. But Deontay Adams may have to go over there. Joe Hayden, we don't know what's up with Joe Hayden. It may have to be you sometimes, you know. But I'm looking forward to see how we fight back. Like I said, our, our team pretty much runs better on the road for some weird reason, yo. For some weird reason, we, like, we just do that. We just do that. The offense finds some type of rhythm in the second or third quarter. Um, <laughs> our defense is lights out. And then it's like I don't know. It seems like we run better with the no with the silent count. I don't know, man. I don't know, but I'm looking forward to this game. 
I want to know how y'all feel about that. Make sure you hit me up on the Instagram, Slips for Seven Podcast on IG. Let me know, let me know, let me know. You already know how it goes, man. Game day ready. Are you game day ready? Send in your photos. You being game day ready, man. We're going to post that thing on the on the IG, man. You know how we do it. We do it every week. Every game day, excuse me. Make sure you guys tap in. Tap in on Wednesdays. That's the official lives on Wednesdays. I might push it to 10 o'clock. I don't know. I like that 10 o'clock crowd. That 10 o'clock crowd was kind of fun. It was kind of cool. Shout out to the people that popped up then. It's normally 8 o'clock, but I may push it to 10 because that was kind of litty. I liked it. I liked it. And we might have to revisit that. You know? Um, and YouTube, make sure you subscribe. YouTube, Still is for 7 Podcasts. You have blogs dropping on there the morning after on Monday. Make sure y'all tune in with that. You know, got a guest on that episode. It may be a podcast, y'all. It may be a podcast. It may be a blog. It may be a podcast. But either way, it's the morning after. You know, so that's things to come. But back to this game. Let me jump on the defensive side. I mean, let me stay on the defensive side. Devin Bush. Devin Bush acknowledged that he needs to make a lot more plays. I am with you, bro. Because I'm one of the guys that was basically campaigning for us to draft you while you was at Michigan. I said, yo, there's a, like, we can't replace Ryan Shazier, but Devin Bush is a guy that can probably fill that void. I didn't say replace, I say fill the void. Came in as a rookie, balled out. I had a screensaver on my phone and him ripping the pass from the Ravens tight end, which was an interception on his behalf. He came back the next year, uh, you know, overcoming the injury, started off slow. Once he started to kind of get it back, he got another injury. And now we're here today. We're going into game four. And Devin Bush is not looking. It's not looking like the guy that we wanted him to look, look pretty much look like. Now, I believe it's going to take him maybe about two or three more games to get right. But I do need to see some type of some type of like productivity like. The whole game. That's what I'm looking for for Devin Bush. A complete game, all four quarters. When it's time to chase that ball down, are you going to be the guy that put the stop to the run? Are you going to be the guy that, you know, occasionally get a sack, occasionally tip a pass? You know, um, when I see Devin Bush, I see a guy that should be making plays all over the middle of the field. Or stopping the run. That's the type of guy I believe he is. That's the type of player I believe he is. Uh, and I believe he probably believe he's the same type of guy too. And the fact that we got Joe Schobert. Shout out to Joe Schobert because he is balling out. He's doing the best he can for us. Holding down the middle. So I feel like that's going to help Devin Bush. And should help Devin Bush be able to get back faster than maybe if Spillane was in there. Because I'm going to be honest, in the run game, when Spillane came in, 
he did his thing. He did his thing. And that was this year. We got Joe Shore because Robert Spillane is not good in the past game. We didn't say anything about his tackling ability, his heart, and his ability to stop the run. We didn't talk about that. But that's still there. But I feel like Devin Bush can do that on a better scale. And we, we, we're not seeing that right now. But I believe in the next game or two, we're going to get that productivity, man. Definitely. Let's see, man. Hmm, 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 hmm. It's, it's a lot, man. I see. Uh, <sighs> still a nation. We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. All we need y'all to do is just relax. Since we're going against Aaron Rodgers, and some of y'all are really advocate advocating for Aaron Rodgers to be on the Steelers, why don't y'all do what the Aaron Rodgers said a couple years ago? Relax. Relax. Because it's here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Come on, man. That thing travels. So, and we already know Green Bay, they love their football. So, it's going to be tough seeing some flags in there. But we're going to see some terrible towels in there. Pittsburgh still always travel. All right, no, still a gang going to be in the building. So, they're going to represent, plant that flag down in Wisconsin. We're going to need to see that. You know, um, uh, man, if I, had, if I have to give you an updated prediction on this game, Cause I'm gonna have to holler at D. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to go back through these predictions, man. Cause certain things change. And I had us losing this game, and I actually, based off these last two losses, I would have to actually switch my stance. I would have to switch my stance. And say we squeeze out a win in Green Bay. We squeeze out a win in Green Bay 24-23. Pittsburgh Steelers, man. I had us losing, but that's that's what I'm rocking with. But like I said, I'm gonna have to get I'm gonna have to get with D from the Stiller chat, and we gonna definitely have to revisit some of these games, these predictions, man, because certain things is happening this season, and I can start I can see things a little clearly now that the rain is gone. So we gonna have to rise, Stiller Nation, rise every day. <laughs> I switch some words up so they don't sue me, you feel me? But anyway, that's what it is, man. Still a gang. We're going to be all right, baby. It's your man, Cavizzi. Stills for 7 Podcast, episode 70. Yo, on the 75th, yo, you know what? When we get there, we're going to get there. Episode 70, make sure you guys tap in. Follow whatever you doing, however you listening to this, follow this podcast there. Uh, give this podcast the best rating possible. Yes, do that. And shout out to my brothers, man. It's all about the Venture Season Network, man. What we got on that thing? We got Nick and 30. We got the Venture Season Podcast. Yo, man, we got so many more things coming. Make sure y'all stay tuned. Shout out to the brothers, man. Like I said earlier in the pod, it's your man, Kevizzi. You can follow me everywhere at Kevizzi, K-E-V-E-Z-E. For those who don't spell well, you know I don't judge. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Let's bounce back, man. Let's get to 500. Gang. Uh. Yeah. Uh. 
doing it good, yeah, I'm so high If you wanna know my business, I'm like, why? You ain't gonna know, so you ain't gonna know Fucking nosy bitches always in the nigga dough Go up in their house on the floor, hold clothes Her head bomb, bro, man, that bitch curl toes Got me like, man, fucking clothes, man that's real shit, then I dip, had some business to handle Venture gang, we here now, word to Julius Randall I can tell by your moves that your parents ain't playing